What's up, everybody? It's Sunday, 3 o'clock in Central Time, and that means you're tuned into Cannabis Legalization News. My name is Tom. I am a cannabis lawyer you can find at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com. And on Cannabis Legalization News, we go over the news of the week in cannabis legalization and the industry so that you can help change them and witness what's going on. We have some big ones today. We're going to talk about what America wants when it comes to cannabis legalization. Let's get into it and bring on Niggy. What up, Miggy? How's things? Cheers. Hey, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, everybody. I hope that your team is winning the football game right now. And if you are the Eagles from Philadelphia, big thumbs up. And then also do not forget to subscribe to this. We go over the legalization news once a week, and then we do deep dives. We're going to be doing a deep dive about Texas after this. So tune in next week because Texas is under an application window right now. But the big news story that we have is not actually the first news story that we had but it was the one that I thought was the biggest. And that is what America wants when it comes to cannabis. And that is the moment story. I will just get this sucker queued up unless Miggy has it queued up. I'll have the different ones about the, uh, the non-association right. one. I didn't see that article though about the uh, what well, America wants. I uh, used editorial authority to like create that. Yeah, it's one yeah. of those deals where you like, you look and you go, like, hey, you should say this stuff better. Oh, I see it. I got um, it right here. And yeah, you got it ready to go because I have it right there. This oh, is being reported out of the marijuana moment. Americans want marijuana less regulated. Well, they, but they want more regulations for Twitter, for Teslas, and for crypto. And so if you think Teslas, crypto, and Twitter need more regulation than cannabis, you are in the majority of Americans, according to the Marijuana Moment. They, were pub they published this out of January 27th. It's, it's an interesting take on what people want, though. So it's Americans want less cannabis regulation, but they want more crypto regulation. They probably got fleas from crypto. And they want yeah. more Tesla regulation, and they also want more Twitter regulation. So I guess they need to regulate Elon Musk, not the plant. This is a Harvard CAPS Harris poll. They surveyed voters about a wide range of national issues, including where they stand on federal regula regulations for eight consumer products and if, what they thought about how they should judge them. Should they have more regulation, less regulation, or keep them the same? 45% of respondents said there should be fewer regulations for cannabis. It's all about the rules. That's all this comes down to, right? Like, cannabis is obviously being regulated in just the weirdest way, like, here in Washington State, social mm -hmm. equity, right? Ten years later, dude. Ten years later. Social equity as a word is only about 24 years old. It was the euphemism for affirmative action. So then after sure. affirmative action, they said, well, we should call this social equity instead. And then just kind of like with recreational marijuana, it, its euphemism is adult use cannabis. If you guys enjoy all that type of stuff, you guys uh, should be tuning in. Tune in more often. And then the other thing is we got some graphs. Hey, yeah. who likes graphs? Here they are. This is what the rankings were for more regulation in blue because the Democrats are blue and they like the regulation. Same, which is a gray neutral color. And then to the far right, <clears throat> which would be red and Republican, less regulation. When it comes to gas stoves, everybody wants less regulation. They don't think the gas stoves are really that bad. When it comes to marijuana, a little bit more regulation than gas stoves. So they want marijuana less regulated than coal 
electric vehicles, nuclear energy, social media, consumer privacy and security on the internet and cryptocurrency. That's where it ranks. Marijuana, slightly more regulation than gas stoves. It's still silly though, isn't it? To compare like whether it be a Democrat or a Republican who wants whatever rules to be in place because both That's sides the color want scheme. Huh? They yeah. just wanted that color scheme. And so like they on the left is the blues and the middle is the grays and on the right is the reds. And so they just go with that color scheme. And it was commenting about you Americans are so lucky, right? But it really depends on what state you are. This is yeah. huh? we're lucky. And if you guys are a member of the channel or if you throw us a super chat, we'll get notice of that. And then we can also read your question and we'll throw you a shirt because we still have shirts. I just think that to talk about regulation is to oversimplify the way the rules are being done here, right? Like still in Washington state, 10 years later, I actually watched the social equity webinar and it finally occurred to me that I was bitching about, I don't know which license available, whether it's gonna be a store, cause we are not vertical, we are horizontal. So you can only own a store or a grow or a processing license to make concentrate. It also involves in a grow license, but either way, you can only be in one field of the cannabis. One industry. vertical. You right. can't be vertically integrated. You can be in this one or in that one. New York looks like it's also setting it up that way. New Jersey had some restrictions, but they expire over time. It yeah. really just depends on what state you're operating in. It, but the whole rule process, too. So, like, this play on words about social equity, we're trying to make it better, right? How I only qualify for one out of three. But, like, mm -hmm. to me, it's very bothersome where I watch this thing, and it finally occurred to me that, because they're talking about retail license. And I overthink things, right? Because you're not getting a grower's license. They're, apparently, the only licenses going to be coming up available are 41 new stores. Like retail, yeah, it still limits the playing field of the industry. Entry level, it's not social equity. Social equity would be like, hey, here's a fair chance to either be a grower or a business store, right? Now you're just saying you're going to be a store. It really limits. It, it, it's almost like a uh, what do you call it? indentured servitude. We're going to give you the license for this business only that you can only have only the store. Yeah. And now you are obligated. It just seems silly the way that this structure here has been working out. But it's been like this in every state, any legal recreational state. It's I mean, Michigan and New Jersey have done a very good job. New Mexico's done a very good job. California may. But then the local regulations and then the statewide regulations make it more difficult. And then not being able to be vertically integrated. And then talk about Florida. This place is a nightmare. Yes, hey, Florida's getting ready for an application season. You know what it entails? $150,000 application fee which is it's just insane how many other industries have this entry-level barrier where you have to have and like even here in washington state with just now that i realize that there's only limited to a retail store type thing mm -hmm. right if i were to come out with a plan to get involved in the industry i still don't have deep pockets to for the rent that you know because you're gonna have to go red for at least a year or two before you can start pulling cash, which is. Well, of course, now like those would be, that's capital investments. And that's also the difference between debt and or equity. We do all sorts of great things with financial models over at cannabisindustrylawyer.com. Go ahead and head on over there. If you're looking for how much is my cannabis company worth? Why is it worth that valuation? We will do some math. Oh yeah. Until well, it's definitely, and again, we talked about owning a restaurant. If you're going to open a restaurant, you don't have a life no more. You are in the restaurant from the morning to closing and then hours afterwards doing paperwork, ordering whatever cases. Being an entrepreneur is not as sexy as it really is. Or I know you're, you're doing it. You're making something happen, but it's, it's a, it's a, I hustled all weekend. 
Yeah. But yeah, that was some of the stuff that I did this past weekend. I'll, I'll share later. We have some cool sponsors that we'll be talking about and nice. then also some new offerings that I made, but I have to, I don't even have that up right now. Hey, let's go to the next story of the week. This one is a very satisfying story. This is one of the more satisfying aspects of cannabis legalization. And so let's go to that one. It has to do with the news, the studies. Let's Perfect. talk about the studies, Mickey. All right. Is this the uh, neuroscience.com one? Oh, yeah. We need a bumper? Nope. All right. So from neuroscience.com, whoops, get in there. Legalizing recreational cannabis does not increase substance abuse. Under no Bang. shit news. <laughs> Under no shit news. Under, okay, that's the stuff. But then let's talk about it because this is the studies that they wanted us to do. And so we're doing the studies and, and yeah. we're coming up with great data. So the thumbs up, subscribe, share, yes. comment. Let's go in what the what the data actually said on this because this is a pretty interesting study and it had to do with a study of more than 4,000 twins from Colorado and Minnesota found no link between cannabis legalization and increases in cognitive, psychological, social relationships or financial problems, boom. We are fighting back against that stigma about how if you smoke, you're going to be lazy, you're going to be a loser, you're going to be crazy, you're going to have psychosis. Nah, -uh. not according no, no. to the science. Just it's a silly argument and the fear mongering. It's what all that, oh, that part is right with the cannabis plant and the ignorance that is behind. How long have you been like saying the world's not going to end, the apocalypse is not going to end? How many bad employees do drug tests actually catch? I mean, that's one of the things. I, I'm not an employment lawyer. I do employment law because it's a relevant in the stuff that I advise people on. But it's one of those deals with your drug-free school or your drugs-free workplace policy. Yeah. Okay, I want you to be ready to fire the best employee you have because there's it has to be 100%. You can't have exceptions to it if it's drug-free. And yeah. if that employee comes back positive, you have to fire them. So that's one of the reasons why I think the West Coast really doesn't have a lot of those. Or they exceed, they ac accept cannabis or maybe psilocybin or alcohol or well, alcohol is legal. It doesn't count. But it's still important. If you're a small business owner, you can do what you want. You can Like like Chiba Hut, a freaking subway place based off of a cannabis theme. The owner smokes, right? I mean, they're not like an advocate or nothing. I don't know the name of the person, but I know Shiba Hut exists and I know they are proud about talking about like come here and smoke out, but it's about the people who are willing to take a chance. But when it comes to a federal job or, or something that requires like a driver's license, right? We think, oh, we can't trust this guy. Then they're going to be like, well, you don't want your pilot high. No, nobody wants their pilot high. And nobody wants their pilot drunk also, by the way. Exactly. But yeah. Chiba Hut, toasted subs. Don't forget to eat toasted stubs from Chiba Hut. <laughs> they're not paying us, but they have a pretty sweet website. No, I think they're a brilliant brand. I just, that's why I've, I've known about them for years. And it's also someone willing to take a chance, right? Like when being associated mm -hmm. with cannabis, what, I mean, even 20 years, you're just like a dumb, the stereotype, the, you're not going to be successful. And really it comes down to personal responsibility, all this shit, right? Own your own stuff. Own your own stuff. Don't forget that. If you want to learn more about Chiba Hut and you're watching this on the TV and you have your phone out, where the heck is the QR code? I just saw it. <laughs> sons of bitches. That's my only beef about Chiba Hut. They had a QR code. Now I can't find it. Hey, there's another graph with this one too. Oh, wait, never mind. That's a workout plan. That's, a, that's an ad. Oh yeah, that's what we need. We need more workout plans because uh, stoners are also not lazy. Okay, let's go on to the next story, which I think is also a story about studies. So we yep. have more studies and more studies news, studies and studies. This one's out of marijuana moment. You got yeah. that one queued up? I got it. Do it. Marijuana, marijuana legalization. 
not associated with increased rates of psychosis. American Medical Association study of 63 million people binds. Wow. Okay, everybody, please make sure that your chin is not just dragging on the ground. And you've actually found out that 63 million Americans have been studied by, who's this fly-by-night publication that you mentioned, the American Medical Association? No, there's some new group. I think they're conspiracy people. I don't, this must be, have some sort of woke agenda to be like. Woke agenda. <laughs> yeah, the AMA with their woke agenda over here is Where saying is that uh, no increased rates of psychosis after studying 63 million people. So I really hope that means that nobody will ever, again, ever say that marijuana makes you crazy. Really hope that. It's still going to be goddamn Fox News talking point, right? How many of those, uh, what's, uh, I don't even know their names no more. The only one I get mad, I Google them and look them up. Or Ingram. Yeah, yeah. The same chick that could think that's Ingram. Should be white type right. stuff. Like, just the dumbest ignorant talking points. Hang on a second. Let's talk about what the actual data has. Now, we're talking yeah. about really safety schools. And I know that these were on my, like, alternate list when I was going to college. Stanford and the University of Pennsylvania. Pfft. Whatever. And, and the United States Department of Veteran Affairs, they carried out an analysis of more than 63 million health insurance beneficiaries from 2003 until 2017 to address the idea that cannabis could be linked to higher rates of psychosis, which certain prohibitionists have cited to argue against legalization. <clears throat> Laura Ingram. The study was published in, of course, the safety publication of the uh, medical profession, the Journal of the American Medical Association, aka JAMA, their psychiatry version of it. They determined that compared with no legalization policy, states with legalization policy experienced no statistical significant increase in rates of psychosis related diagnosis. There it is. It's, it's right there in the JAMA publication. They studied how many people? 63 million. Brilliant. And they found no risk of psychosis but what about the children Tom? what about this the children with this million year old plant it's a weird thing about these children they can't be trusted with a million year old plant or rock music or dancing you have to stop foot loose <laughs> and again it's that uh, the prohibition thinking and that's very american very what do you call it uh, like someone who's very religious and they, uh, it's all or nothing just, thinking it's yeah. like it's light switch style of thinking it's like we have to ban it all we have to just get all of it gone it's the only way to make sure that our policy fails. If it makes you tingling inside, it can't be good. I don't know what the the, the fear mongering is about. You cannot fear be happy. Good is not a mess. Where my puritanic ancestors puritanic, did not get out. Of, yeah, they did not leave that that hedonistic cesspool of London, England, for the virgin plains of America to go to Jesus and think about how religion really is supposed to be without anybody saying that there's going to be sin. It just religion has been used though also to you know enforce slavery and whatnot right to create this paradigm of uh, the betters and whatnot and honestly sure. prohibition is part of that it's been part mm -hmm. of that separation and my trip here to mexico it's weird to see that nothing has really changed in the 40 years since i was a kid we used to go to tijuana with their grandparents because they're mexican fluent and all this whatnot and uh, it's just a weird to see there's always got to be a, a winner and a loser and it doesn't have to right. be that way there's the people getting kicked and then there's the people doing the kicking yeah no it's crazy shit but uh, we got good news out of georgia too do we have good news out of georgia that's great because we've had we know that americans want it less regulated that's our big story for the day and yeah. then we know that there's no study that all the studies say that there's no psychosis risk that is also a huge big study story for the day and now what out of got, Georgia? Uh, I got you. I got it. 
Georgia Commission passes rules to sell produce medical marijuana. So nice. more to the south and more to the east coast, man. That's good news for you guys. That's good. Georgia had an application window that closed over a year ago and it was extended by lawsuits. Curleaf won one of the few licenses. Georgia <laughs> has a terrible medical cannabis program, almost as bad as Alabama's and on par with Texas's. It's just garbage is what it is. And then they're vertically integrated, exceedingly expensive garbage. Miggy and I will do a deep dive here on the Texas application and get that up on the channel next week. I'd still, if you got the coin, I'd roll the dice for it on Texas, maybe also in Florida, but like Florida, if you got the coin, tens of millions. Yeah, but any of these states I would take adventure into if you have the coin period, like there's, it's still a good time and you got to prepare for the federal legalization too, right? Like, you know, what, like we noticed, you mentioned Curly, but I had to take a little laugh, right? Because I saw that they've recently had to cut ties to like some stores or some shit. Like they've been- Curly cast a pull out of any state that is not a limited market state because they can't compete. Yeah. Curleaf is that bad. Curleaf is Russian weed. It is Russian money weed. It is 20 past the hour. Let's not talk about that. Let's take a little break for a little 20 plan. past the hour. Freedom. You know what that means? If you are in New York City or the Eastern time zone, it is 420. Here in Georgia. Right there. That's where it is. In Georgia, perhaps. Yep. And so like I fixed up so the thing that we're moving is we're moving like that mastermind that I had on over to the Sam card thing. And Thanks. I got the branding essentials one done. Now there's all sorts of informational products that I'm be moving over into this and then feeding them into the people that fill out the form over at a cannabis industry lawyer, that form will really kind of like screen people for okay. the entrepreneurs that want to get in the cannabis industry sure. to determine whether or not they have realistic expectations as they get in. The cannabis industry is ridiculous. I tell you what. Oh God. Yeah. Again, you've gone through a couple of rounds already. We've been doing this pod for what, three years and four, four, our shit. fourth anniversary is coming up on the Super Bowl, And so Miggy and I started this podcast in 2019. The pre-pandemic to the post. It's a, it's been a good ride, but also oh, dude, mm. a good ride. Like your social equity in New Jersey. I'm going to see if we can get you in on a New Jersey license. Oh yeah, uh, your cool. social equity in Illinois. We get to have that application. Like we'll do an application for Illinois in the next month. So tune into Cannabis Legalization News. Miggy and I are going to apply for a cannabis license. No, I'd if like you to want to, hit it up. CannabisIndustryLawyer.com. And definitely document is what I want to do because I want to show that it is right. accessible to everybody, no matter what your situation well, you, That's the weird thing is like you weren't social equity in your own state, but you're social equity in Illinois because like, the, but then the one in your state might get, there's a lawsuit protection that Illinois has done. So any state that has their social equity defined in New York's one of the problems. That's one of the reasons why they've gotten that lawsuit thrown against that. It's a good lawsuit. It's, it wins. And well, any state that tries to do that, where they self-deal all licenses to the exclusion of out-of-state actors violates the dormant commerce clause. That's strict scrutiny. They're going to get killed. I just think the income barrier that they create for social equity and the, the jurisdiction bullshit, it's just, is that just that? It's just bullshit, right? Like the arrest should be the only thing that qualifies for social equity. Like, that's what the whole point of prohibition did. It was like ruin. I told you the getting caught while I was between waiting for me to go into service, I had a school taken away from me and mm. a loss of bonus. It did change my life and affect very things that I've done. Things but, turn out all right for me. Don't get me wrong, but 
Yeah. And then the randomness about the residential requirement, like you just put right. your name in there and you've lived there for five years, right? Oh yeah. Almost eight now. Okay. But don't move because <laughs> we'll probably be able and they probably aren't going to change the definition because now they've mooted that, that lawsuit. So that lawsuit can't get filed no more in oh. our state, in Illinois, they can get filed in Washington state and get filed in New York. Can't get yeah. filed in New Jersey. The way they did it moots the claim as well. Same with New Mexico, but they don't have social equity goes to the front of the line in New Mexico. I'm saying though, like the fact that I don't qualify social equity here, when it's almost the same criteria when it comes to location being in a low income area and your right. income period. And I'd make too much money here in Washington state, which is I, I'm not living large, feed people, that's it. There's no, I do get it the occasional trip, but I haven't done that, never. So I'm not like driving fast cars or whatnot. I'm just barely getting by out here. And the fact that I don't qualify, but yet in your state where I make more money than probably more people and in, in the area itself is like, saturated here in seattle compared to where you're at right. i don't know how the fuck i compare it like how, how am i more poor out there it, it poverty has certain aspects of social equity in illinois but residential area like the yeah. disproportionately impacted area where you live in seattle according to illinois counts yeah, like the whole city <laughs> yeah just i we put your address into the map yeah and it came up green for something i can't remember i think you were like in a food desert or something Okay. Case is, I just think it's phenomenally blows my mind that Washington State itself to live in this area. It's almost like I guess Chicago is the best way to put it. Living in a city is expensive no matter what. But I just think mm -hmm. it's crazy that I qualify over there versus over here. Man, we got some some stuff that we weren't expecting news. That's what how I would classify the stuff that came out of Connecticut. Ah, I, I don't know. <laughs> So Connecticut Republicans are proposing to ban cannabis sales and ban edible sales and tighten the cannabis regulations, mostly because they haven't read the studies that we were discussing earlier. Those studies from like JAMA that showed after studying 63 million people, it's not Seriously. a risk. Well, there you go. And look at the story. So that press conference, Hartford Tuesday, Republican lawmakers expressed concerns over an anticipated increase in impaired driving fatalities pediatric cannabis overdoses and health risks after recreation. Like those three things right there. What? First off, the impaired driving, it's already been proven. Again, another study right. that's been done. It says it's not really happening. The only thing that happens is just like after the passing of the gay marriage bill, you actually have road more gay marriages. That's it. You're going to oh, have more figure because it's no longer illegal to do what they were, who they were. Yeah. There was more of them. I'm shocked. But it's not like cause and effect. Just because I have cannabis in my system doesn't mean I'm going to go out there and crash a car. Doesn't no. mean I'm, there's no, it's not the thing. So like then the pediatric cannabis overdoses, I think we talked about that last week. Did anybody die? Has no, any of these didn't. kids? And then uh, that has to get back with like how hemp edibles are the bigger risk than regulated THC edibles that you buy at a dispensary in a state like Illinois or New Jersey or Michigan, because those hemp edibles are stronger. They're, they rip off candy. They look like candy, they taste like candy, and they boast about how many milligrams they have, and derelict people probably leave them out for their children. I'm curious on the third one about pediatric, or not um, health risks. Like, what health risks are they anticipating? Who's been legal, recreational for 10 yeah. years plus, and then, what, medical for almost 20, 30? There hasn't been an increase of anything. What do you, what health risks? But should I bring a bill? Should I, first I'd run for something and get myself elected. And then I would bring a bill that says, hey, we're going to ban meat because of the health risk and the pediatric risk. And we really don't want the top three forms of death in our country to be completely preventable.
No, nobody cares because nobody, everybody loves me. Well, they just eat it. Are they going on alcohol? Are they going to try and ban alcohol sales, period? Alcohol's because... not as bad for you as me. Alcohol's, but then it screws your head up. That's the thing. Alcohol, I go, get you. I, I think I it's mean, neat like, that I can move my camera. It's pretty cool. Yeah. No, but I mean, actually, people, you can die from an alcohol overdose, right? Yes. You can't die. Yes, you can. Cannabis. You can die of a diet of bacon cheeseburgers. It's called a heart attack. Or Chicago special. Or high blood pressure. Yep. All right. Oh yeah, but that's that's some that's some shit right there. That's what I'd call that news story. Oh. That's some shit. The bill also aims to officially end gas station, smoke shop, and convenience store sales of all TAC variants by eliminating the ambiguity in the public. So that's back to that Delta Eight stuff you're talking about. Yeah, but that protects the industry. So like I could see like dispensary owners being like, yeah, oh sure, got to have that. I spent a lot of money to get this damn dispensary. I hate this guy over at the gas station selling legal hemp. Oh yeah. Oh, that's that's always been part of the problems now, right? This Delta Eight, Delta Nine, which can be THC infused. Oh yeah, plastic hemp is. Yeah, but he's wrong. That's not true. He didn't make a hemp. No, that, the leading cause of diabetes and heart disease are refined sugars. It's just not. Oh no, I yeah, I don't know what any of that shit is. We got FDA fucking uh, news. Oh, this is big. This one yes. was trending so much so that I think that if before we get to the FDA news, where are we on the name that strain? And then how many more stories do we got for the weekly news roundup? Is it uploaded? FDA. Yeah, the name that strain's uploaded. San Diego. International news. Name that strain. Being All right, let's. Here. We got several of these. I'd say let's go to do the name that strain first. And then after that, we can go ahead and get to the other. We have about three more news stories. Yeah. Uh, and then it's been, let's double check and make sure. Oh, crap. It has not been, the overlay has not been uploaded. Which oh. is, uh, yeah, I might even have to go to Canva. So let, why don't you go ahead and let's toss to the next, let's do the next story while I trending? pull up the name that strain. Want a little trending news? Do some trending news. Yeah. Right. So the FDA announces it will not issue rules to allow CBD as dietary supplements or food items, punting to Congress for regulations. So what do you think is the importance of this statement by the FDA? Like, I, I mean, I know uh, the butter. importance of the statement has to do with its ability to not be classified as an existing dietary ingredient. And so now it's going to be a new dietary ingredient which has the, all the supplements that are out there, a lot of them have this exception from this law from the mid nineties. I can't recall what it's actually called because I stay out of the CBD and therefore like the federal compliance aspect of the industry that's in hemp. But there's this federal regulation, which they still don't have for the CBD products, but they're effectively signaling that you can't just say that it would already existed before 41. Saying FDA isn't saying that CBD shouldn't be regulated. Rather, it's said that certain safety concerns and data gaps make it an administrative impossibility under the current standards. So my question, though, like the whole being labeled as a dietary supplement, what gives them an edge or or what's the whole importance of that? Like why? They're no longer. It's not a drug. And so drugs have to be FDA scheduled and all that other stuff and regulated in that way. Mm -hmm. And so when it's an existing thing from before 1994, I believe, and it was in the diet of Americans before that, you can make a supplement for it. For example, like taurine or something like that. One of those things that's in uh, Red Bulls. And so those are not treated as pharmaceutical drugs yeah. and they're a little bit less regulated. So is this rule really preventing it from though from being like 
Because but I've already seen like CBD shit on 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 shelves and like health side stores. So where is this preventing CBD to be sold at? What's it? What would be the advantage to dietary supplement for a CBD brand? Because I'm already seeing it already in wellness well, areas. Well, it would give them cover. There's just a lot of gray areas in the CBD edible or CBD supplement world. And this stuff from the FDA kind of says, we're going to get some regulations and things are going to change. Yeah, but like... Sometime. Regulations are rules. So like, what rules do you think is like, should we consider like CBD potency, CBD derived from hemp versus cannabis. It's all still well, it's just... a news story said. I thought the news story just says we don't got them yet. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're not asking. Part of it to me is it doesn't seem like they're looking at it. A lot of the regulation that comes to the plant, they don't look at it as a plant. They don't look at it as something that could be beneficial. It's, it hurts people's brain, I think, to think, hey, this is a wellness plant, but it also could be used to make insulation, clothes, and uh, petrol. It can be used to make plastics. Mm -hmm chemical processes behind all that stuff but for the most part like hemp you can extra you can grow a plant for the cbd predominant cannabis but it's going to have other cannabinoids in it too for true yeah. yeah that's right that's what i would say on that one but when they punted it back to congress it effectively means that all those products that are on the shelves still on the shelves i remember right. lawyer out of la zuber or lawler tom i think it's zuber but anyway, he was like, oh, they're going to take all that stuff off the shelf in a year or two. It was four years ago that he said that. And then now the FDA goes, we're going to punt to Congress to create some rules. They should promulgate some law to tell us how to regulate this plant. Yeah, good luck. With you know, here in Washington, luck. they created some weird ass rule for like non-infused drinks. And so some people, what they did is they worked around it where they give you a soda seltzer or whatever. And then a little thing next to it to add afterwards but that's just crazy that i just think that we need federal guidance overall period we do. eventually yeah we do need some federal guidance overall and i think that is a good time to to break with that story and i'm going to make sure that we get the next bumper queued up we got the overlay ready to go let's talk about why we're here there it is Whoa. that is the strain of the day that's right we're looking crazy. this up this one's kind of fresh. Some. It's not, it looks like it's about to be harvested and it looks like it's in late flower, fairly, very close to be approaching ripe. And it needs to be trimmed. Look how fluffy green those are. Oh, right. I don't think that this thing's been picked yet. Oh, That's I one. see. I don't think it's been picked. It, it will eventually get trimmed up, but uh, those sugar leaves that are there are still on it. There's, we don't, we're zoomed in on the bud, so we don't really see any of the fan leaves from zooming out on it. I got it. It's a dense one. It's a dense one right there. Yeah. And it's like a long cylindrical bud. We have some Afghani genetics in the tent right now, and it looks like that. Hmm. This one is got parents of White Widow and Haze. Those are its parents. That's the hint for the Pretty week. Fluorescent, beautiful greens and yeah. no purples. No purples no, no in this purples. one. Yeah. White Widow and Haze plant, mostly sativa, cross. My name is Ishmael. My name is Ishmael, another big yielder, big <laughs> yielder this one, hence the name. Is it really? Is that what it is? It's, no, it's that's one of the, that and then the, uh, the size of the colas, I believe, has to yeah. do it. One of those. Love it. Love it. Some of those, those uh, Moby something or other. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Moby something or other. I'm pretty sure Moby something or other is got only one real ending. So we'll go. That's it. The Moby Dick. And so that's the Moby Dick. I'm questioning Nugget. how you did in school, but 
You're like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> uh, I know what uh, it's talking about, but I just can't. <laughs> yeah, and you guys can find a deal on those over at Homegrown Cannabis Seed Coats. Shout out to them. They gave me like an affiliate program and did a nice Sweet. little thing on me. So we are helping them sell some hemp seeds. That's right. We did a couple of videos about seeds previously. Uh, and in the interim, like we haven't done one about it since, but the FDA has admitted that hemp seeds or cannabis seeds are hemp. Yeah, that's it. And that has allowed for genetics to really flourish in the United States, which we're all very thankful for. Oh, yeah. Until you get recreational legalization and seed to sell, and then everybody's just fucking... Well, the, the seeds would still be hemp. The clones are still hemp. The only, And then the THCA balls that are out there. Whew, those THCA balls, I tell you. And I don't know if it's changed here in Washington, but my other gripes was like when seed to sell started, you got to magically get these seeds out of nowhere. And then they're like, okay, right. that's what you start with. Was it limited genetics? I don't know if you're allowed to introduce new ones and say, I magically acquired new seeds. Like, plants don't grow and, and things happen. I well, sure. you have a, if you have the license and it's hemp, see, it's hemp that you're buying, you're allowed to do interstate hemp commerce. That's the that, law. Interesting. I imagine it'd be cool to see, like, say, Burner, like, create that. Cookies uh, has a store. Do they online? You can order seeds yeah. from them? Yeah, you can go oh, buy wow. Cookies Genetics right now online. But it's three beans for a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. No, beans it's, aren't cheap. It's huge juice. It's not the ones that we have over at Homegrown Cannabis Co. That's a reasonable price for some beans. And what it's is, Kyle Cushman. They just signed up Ed Rosenthal. So okay. Ed's going to have some of his seeds on there. Kyle's got some of his seeds on there. Amazing. Good people. Decent yeah. genetics. We have some of their stuff running right now. It's fun. Right on, dude. Jealous. Yeah. Long time advocates. Yes. Long time advocates. Heading over to San Diego. We got a story out of San Diego. It means whale dick. It means a whale's vagina. Why don't you tell them about it? That's right. Let me see if I can do this one and then remove me. Hey, San Diego supervisors set lowest cannabis rates in the county. So let's get into it. Cannabis dispensaries in San Diego backcountry will pay for some of the lowest taxes on such business in the county after the Board of Supervisors set tax rates they said would allow business to compete with those in the neighboring cities. So I was in California, and I just, it's interesting, I didn't see as many dispensaries as I thought I would have when I was there last year. On really? Tuesday, huh? Oh, yeah. So on Tuesday, the board voted four to one to authorize taxes on the five existing marijuana. See, five existing marijuana businesses in unincorporated parts of the county. That's five for a whole county. Like, just growing up in california i always thought like when weed was finally legal when i signed was for prop 215 and got signatures and i, and I was like well, when weed's legal we're all gonna be on the beach smoking weed and enjoying life it didn't work that nope. way it's a very tight still people in charge of the i guess the politics and everything out there so mm -hmm. to have that leeway so much potential in california is so sad that but so hey much. man at least they're doing the trying to give better advantage to their local growers but that California is one of the dual licensing states. Illinois just filed a bill to become a dual licensing state. And I'm like, yowza, you thought it was expensive to get in here now. Just wait. And that's so bad. I turned into Chuck Schumer from New York. But when you have the dual licensing, that municipal becomes really the gatekeeper and it can inflate the cost of becoming operational because it, it, politics really becomes local then. The locality aspect of it is slightly different. It'd be one thing if... The city, we'll see how the dormant commerce clause plays out. But all this entryway shit is a gateway anyways. It's, it's the entry that is required to 
to play this game that average Joes can't play unless you have access to 200 or even to a million dollars. But in this article, the measure is a step on the board's plan to expand options for cannabis business for inappropriated, say that 10 times, by permitting new legal marijuana operations, county officials hope to eradicate the black market and redress the social and economic effects on the path. So again, it's always about eradicating black market. None of this shit's right. about like really a fair, to make it fair, well, just open the market trying to and so if they drop the taxes and the price the illicit market ceases to be at a price point that's pretty much at a reasonable profit but and so if you give a reasonable profit to the growers the and then that's it the illicit market usually drops out but then it's it, the price comes down like you're leaving the 25 to 30 bucks an eighth stuff like that you know to me just the whole social equity talk when it comes to regulation in this plant is just um open licenses right like fair capitalism is fair justice it's equal everybody has a chance if you were to make it so like for one let me pay a hundred dollars for a license to grow and then within that license i give you a plan of where i'm growing it if i grew 10 plants in my backyard that's enough right there for me to start financial success but since i can't do that you got to get the regulation or at least you have to regulate it like we regulate cottage industries and so if that's going to be the lowest license level, and I love it because I love a micro license. Right. You should have somebody be able to get in. I like the micros because you have 250 plants or less licenses. Those are coming into Missouri. And somebody asked, has named that strain been played yet? Yes, yeah. it has. It was Moby Dick. That's right. The Led Zeppelin song, not the book. The Led Zeppelin song. Is that what they said? No, that's what I'm saying. You know, oh, okay. It's my show, I can make up the rules. There you go. There's some shitty international news that we have to report. So let's get to oh. shitty international. Wait, do you have the international one ready to go? Yep, got it. All right, to shitty international news, we go. Oh, China. Hong Kong to ban CBD, label it a dangerous drug. Yeah, China has uh, really off the mainland on this one. Hong Kong, unfortunately, was not the free bastion that it was back when Britain was uh, running the show. Their stock market index is much more suspect than it was 10, 20 years ago. Anyway, they have now labeled CBD, that is the non-psychoactive form of cannabis that has been popularized by the hemp plant that can be very good for all sorts of maladies as a dangerous drug. Damn. which makes me go okay china if that's such a dangerous drug why are you making all the fentanyl and send and also i'm questioning the reason why you're keep having this reoccurring large pandemic spreads and we get to contain honestly they didn't want to use our shots they don't need our science right sure. but it's also been proven that cannabis is helps your immune system and all the other parts of you because of your endocannabinoid system right there's layers to this whole story of what i tell you cannabis helps you that definitely could be something if you're Average Joe doesn't have access to, to, to something. Just like... be careful when you're traveling. Yeah. Because it says starting February 1st, cannabidiol, a.k.a. CBD, will be regarded as a dangerous drug and will be supervised and managed by the dangerous, dangerous drug ordinance. Customs <clears throat> Intelligence Officer and Young Kin Luin, a, a news briefing. Just, what a waste of time. <laughs> Just what a waste of time. And again, prohibition has not helped society. It's more hindered it. We're an well, adult. CBD. I can't believe yeah, specifically CBD that you would ban like C Texas even allows CBD. If you want to get a dispensary license in Texas, you're allowed to grow up to 1% THC. 
which pretty much means you have free range over all the hemp genetics, the CBD hemp genetics, the 20 to one ratio hemp genetics. You're not going to have to worry about the 0.3. So your stuff's not going to get hot. You're going to be able to grow really good stuff. And for the maladies that is on the Texas list, great. Now, I th the other nice aspect about Texas is that 1% by the dry weight basis, we can do some gummy bear math <laughs> with the calculator. Can I share my calculator on screen? Good. I don't meanwhile, know. Let me, let me first open the calculator. Do you have any more? Well, uh -oh. saying, meanwhile, Washington State, 50 bucks. I just got baller on a budget today. Baller on a budget. What is the $50? Is that a OZ? Is that a it's half? An uh, OZ uh, for 50. Yeah. That ain't nothing. That's nothing. And so like when you're talking about, but then if you broke it up, if you buy an eighth, is it about 25? But then you I'm going to buy this same quality, but I, I go in there. I went in today with a purpose because I have so much money that I was going to, it's give me your popcorn buds, like the, uh, the ugly meat on, a, on an animal, right? All parts are edible, but people are whatever. Ew. But it's all good. It's all from the same plant. So this is all popcorn, bud. And uh, yeah, since popcorn. I think of last. Nice. So we got your calculator. I can share mine. We'll take that stuff. out. Yeah, isn't that neat? Now, I, the problem now is I have to find out where that is on my screen. Okay, great. And unfortunately, the cursor kind of moves. So oh, wow. Clear. That was a $50 eighth? Yeah. Times yeah, 16. Let's go ahead. That is an $800 pound right there. I think, again, you said popcorn or... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all small buds. Yeah, small, maybe outdoor, maybe a greenhouse. They, yeah. But they aren't allowed to be vertical in Washington State, which no. is crazy. So that means that the grower had to get his and the retailer had to get his. Oh, yeah, uh, that's the problem. No, no recapture. You can't own your own retail locations. In the beginning, some of the people, what they did is they had like a family network. Like the husband would get the grow license, the wife would get the, they worked around it. Some people, the successful people were right. able to work around this bullshit like rule. Hey, let's do some five gram gummy bear math before we wrap up yeah. the show. Hey, yeah. if you're enjoying this, don't forget to click them likes and hit subscribe. So if you have a five gram gummy bear, that means that it's actually 5,000 times 1,000 milligrams because it's five grams, right? And if you're at Texas, it's a 1% limit. But if you're not, you're just a regular hemp person, it's 0.3. That times point, and then it'll be 0.3003. I think that's 99.7% not, right? That is 15 milligrams right there. And so that is how you can have a five gram gummy bear that qualifies as hemp because it only has 15 milligrams of THC in it. Because essentially more than just a hat rack. <laughs> But Texas medical program is essentially a hemp program, right? Yes. Now we can multiply those numbers up to 1% and you could see how edibles in Texas could be very medically active. I wonder what it's going to take for them to change that, to increase that percentage. I don't know. Will, will, leg, will legalization happen first or will, and I wonder with that legalization, would it be a shitty hemp legalization? Okay. We, we see the plant now. We just can't bust you for it right now. Probably. Yeah. Hey, but let's wrap up. That was cannabis legalization news for the yes. week. The next video that you see is going to be the shiznit. And don't forget to tune in next week as we will be having the little deep dive we're going to do right now about how to get an application, a dispensary license in Texas. It's not what you think. <laughs> and we're going to talk to Jorge. Talk to Jorge. Yeah, can't wait.